Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Oh, that actually works out because there's big news with Brian Cranston today. It doesn't have horror-related news, but it did come out. Um, It's actually going to Netflix, which was actually a surprise. But a Breaking Bad movie, which I'm very curious about because I absolutely love Breaking Bad. I'm not like super obsessed with Breaking Bad, but I thought it was... I, I enjoyed it. It was a fun show, liked it, everything like that. So I'm very curious what this movie is. Where does it take place in the timeline and... So on and so forth. Or are they doing a weird cop out where Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. White, spoiler it's because the show's been out for a while, but Mr. White didn't die at the end of the episode of the last, you know, season finale or whatnot. So I'm, I'm very curious what they're going to do with this. But uh, Brian, you can talk about that later when, when, when we're up for, I mean, it was just announced today, so you probably don't even know what the script is and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but anyways, yes, we are back with a brand new episode of Be Horrorcast. Uh, we watched the movie Happy Death Day to You, a brand new yeah. movie. If you're listening to it uh, today, which is uh, should drop on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Um, but uh, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, then don't listen to the spoilers. We'll give you all the spoiler stuff up ahead. Put it on Front Street, all that good stuff, so you can uh, be uh, merry um, and whatnot. Uh, but, or uh, Joseph. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Um, no, whenever you said that it, there was news that was Brian Cranston related, I was kind of hoping that you were going to say it had something to do with Godzilla. No, but he's that, dead. Wait, what? He died in Godzilla. Oh. Remember? Well, yeah, but he died in Breaking Brad as well. I well, mean, yeah, that's what I'm very curious about. But no. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Breaking Bad, not Breaking Brad. I, now I want that, that <laughs> Breaking, Breaking Brad. Brad. <laughs> and it's, it basically, it's, it's the same. super gay porn. No, no, no. It's the same. Oh. Sh- oh, you went that route. Okay, well, I wouldn't mind the super gay porno now that I think about it. I was going to say it was the same route, but it was all, it's the same show, but they're all kids. Oh. So instead of it, like, they're pushing their meth and everything that, it's like some kid discovers a way to, like, mix, like, pixie sticks together and make this ultimate new candy. So, that, But it's all that stuff, like, but then it's like. Yeah, a little kid like bitch, you know, like Jesse or anything that. It's just Breaking Bad babies. That's to be honest. That's all I really want. Just by Muppets, you know, it's the Breaking Bad Muppet babies, basically. Yeah, because they do like terrible spinoffs of everything anyway. So might as well just be like Breaking Bad Baby Edition. But uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, yes, we are. Um, sorry, I was trying to find something. Oh, there we go. That was my baby impression. You're uh, welcome. Hey, that's better than 
No baby impersonation. <laughs> okay, good. It's better than my Nicolas Cage impression. Uh, but yes, uh, of course, if you're looking for the show, uh, this is the first time you listen to the show, or you want to tell people about the show and where to find us, you can go to foreverradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts app, Spotify, and Podchaser. Also, if you're looking to support the show in any way or form, you can go to uh, thefouridradio.com, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do, and that just kind of helps support the show, keeps the lights on, you know, so on and so forth. Um, if you want to write to us or contact us, uh, there's many ways you can do that. We are on Facebook with facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bhorrorcast. Or if you'd like to send us an email, which we did get another email, which we'll be talking about a little bit, someone found for us. So, yeah, if you find news stories or anything you want to send us, feel free to or whatnot. Uh, but you can go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. We love it whenever you guys reach out. Usually it's only like one or two people that actually, well, it's really only one person that ever talks to us. But if you but, have a movie suggestion, like he said, like a news story, which I didn't even think of, that's a really good idea. Well, yeah, because I think the the kind of the one that we got over was an event that I've never even heard of. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so, you know, yeah, if you guys want to send over anything. or Yeah, even or if, even if you have like a personal, like frightening story, like a ghost experience yeah, yeah. or alien experience, we want to hear it and we want to talk about it on air. If you're not comfortable telling us your or having yeah, your name you, revealed, You'll just let us know. Yeah, and just we let won't us know. We can keep everything confident. But I will say this: you've been doing a great job because you have gotten more and more people <laughs> at where we work to listen to us, and I'm kind of fearful about that because <laughs> now I'm like, great, now these are going to be more people actually know about more a little bit about my personal psyche because I'm very, I'm very. It's weird. Everybody outside of work, like all my friends, know me, like who I am and everything like that. But I don't think anybody at work really knows me. Um, yeah, and, everyone just thinks you're quiet. Yeah, which is... I think is, everyone thinks you're a serial killer. Which is funny because I hate blood. I mean, per, per, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, first off, Stephen, and then my middle name is another first name, and then my last name, so it already fits the... And I'm a junior, so it oh, fits, yeah. like, the psyche of, like, serial killer. But, so but, but I can't be a serial killer because I, like I don't like blood. Well, that's why you poison them. I don't have time for that. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's poisons that work quickly. I don't know. I don't know. Just good. give people a bottle of Drano and come I'd rather just <laughs> whatever. Uh, but I think it's it's going to be interesting because uh, it, it's funny that people say I'm quiet, which I am probably I would say the out, most talkative person you'll probably ever meet. Yeah, um, you're definitely like twice as talkative as I am. Yeah, it's except it, for at work. At work, you don't talk. And well, I no, talk there's constantly. really there's only a few people to talk to in my area that I can talk to, but most of the time, sure. I don't want to bother people because it's like you're at work. So, but I mean, kudos for everybody. I just want to thank everybody who does listen. If you enjoyed the podcast, all that great stuff, I want to just thank you guys because we are uh, 122 episodes right now. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be hitting the uh, at least the 50th mark this year. I'm not sure. Uh, we might be hitting. We'll probably hit 200 about sometimes next next year, I'm guessing. But that's that's still a pretty big thing. I mean, we've been doing this for about, what, three years now? Something like that. Uh, it'll probably be about three years this year, I think. So, um, And, yeah, so without all that, um, all that stuff out of the way, shop talk is out of the way. Let's get into uh, how was your week. Uh, let's catch up. And uh, then we'll dive into some of the stories in uh, the movie review we have. It was good. Um, relatively uneventful, except for uh, we actually got to experience Beer Week. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Here. Uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We got to, I got to try uh, Cinnamon Kolsch. There we go. Yes, by Hus Brewery. Yeah, Hus. Uh, not official friends of the show, but still definitely friends of yeah. the show. They're amazing. They do, they do a lot of great, great beers. Yeah, so shameless 
free plug, I'm drinking a, the car, their coffee culture right now, and it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, coffee culture is really good. They did a cinnamon toast coffee culture, and it's it's kind of it was really good when I got it, but I noticed the last day it was there, it wasn't it, it wasn't as. Um, it's because it was flat. Yes. But so. I but I realized like it was on its like like the guy says like we it's on its way out it's almost mm-hmm. done but I'm kind of hoping maybe this is something they might if they were I would say if, I shouldn't say if Huss was smart because um, obviously they already if know they what the choose fuck to doing. yeah if Huss chooses to I think uh, a great idea would be making the cinnamon toast crunch again but during the holiday season oh yeah I think that would be a good way to be like perfect for Thanksgiving and if they were smart. Uh, Shouldn't say that. They are smart. They know what they're doing. I shouldn't say if people are smart. I already know people are smart. So, um, but they should also make a limited edition and they can do it for uh, proceeds can go to like some thing if they're only going to make this like every once in a while or whatnot. But they should do the coffee cold cinnamon candles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they started doing candles at home. Oh, yeah. I forgot to grab a candle last night. Yeah, I forgot to. Oh, well. Um, I, I keep I and I I was like I'm gonna get a shirt I'm gonna pick up some uh, more beer and stuff like I'm gonna that, get a and candle and we didn't get any I didn't get any of that stuff. well it's partially because I accidentally unintentionally got you super drunk on Sunday well that was Sunday but we were back there yesterday I think it was more the fact that I'm like I've spent way too much money in the past few days and I really did have nothing to show for it <laughs> well you'll have the memories which actually now that I think about it it's still nothing because we didn't actually take pictures. Um, yeah, we only took pictures of her beer and then the the tap. Yes. It was on tap during the beer week and stuff. But yeah, it was really fun. We also went to, um, I'm trying to think what else did we do for beer week. We went somewhere else because I met up well, with. Well, you did. That's what was, uh, okay, yeah. Well, I'll talk about that actually then on 4i Radio because now I'm trying to, oh great, now I'm becoming like all my old friends where I couldn't remember who was with me <laughs> during my storytelling. And now I'm just all like, I think I was with William. And people are like, you don't know William. Oh, shit. Well, fuck me. Please, I uh, need it. <laughs> I'm so old. Oh, God, it's just dust when it comes out. Um, and then also, I can't remember what else I tried. I had, we had, the, I had the, oh, it was a raspberry rose sour. That was really good. That was good. delicious. Uh, there was also the Ska uh, collaboration. That was really good. There was also the um, a Husk collaboration with uh, the Winding Pig, which is also another place we go to. That'll um, do pig. That'll do pig. That was another good one. Um, and oh, then yeah. we also had the eight, like the, I forget what it was, but it was all in different aged barrels. Okay, so good. I have the list here. So we yep. had the raspberry rose sour. There was the Scott collab. We tried yep. that'll do pig. I believe we tried persistence. Yeah, we tried persistence and also the Arizona lights. Yes. So we also tried the cinnamon Kolsch, the Arizona light uh, rye D and H. Uh, there was which was a D and H is like I think it was a collaboration with another beer company and i think it was a porter yes it was and a it was uh aged in like there was one that was aged in a rye barrel there's one that was aged in a bourbon barrel there was one that was aged in a scotch barrel one in a red wine barrel and one in a tequila barrel i was able to try all of them except for the tequila one since i'm allergic to tequila yeah the tequila um, one was not bad in fact what was interesting it's uh was probably the smoothest one actually out really? of all of them like all of them they weren't like harsh at all or anything like that but like that one was like really smooth going down where the other one had this kind of like like definitely the Scotch one, you could smell it. It had this nice, oh, yeah, smoky, nice smoky flavor, smoky flavor to it, and like just all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the I knew the tequila one. That went down like the smoothest, like for me at least. I was just like, oh yeah, that's good. So <laughs> yeah, the it, bourbon one was pretty good. I really liked the red wine one, not surprisingly. And then the other one that I was surprising, I surprisingly enjoyed was the rye. 
Um, which yeah, was kind of funny because, really like, I mentioned, like, the, the bartender was asking us, like, what our favorite ones were of those ones. And I was like, yeah, I think I enjoyed the ride the most. And he goes, yeah, that was a big hit with the men. I was like, yeah, guess I'm a man. Well, we did already <laughs> know this. You're the man yeah. in the relationship. No, I'm not. Okay. Did you get my Valentine's Day gift yet? No. I have yours. So, yes, there we go. I am the woman in the relationship. No, you're not. God damn it. I don't <laughs> want to be the man. <laughs> Anyways. Like, um, you get more pay and thanks a lot, shrinkity. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, love you. Now uh, I did feel kind of bad for uh, one of our friends that we were drinking with though because he doesn't like porters and so he tried like all of the barrel aged ones because he loves scotch and he loves yes. like bourbon and he loves like all that kind of stuff and he tried it and he was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, like, it, was it was really interesting. Um, it's unique to see different people's palates and mm-hmm. just certain stuff because even uh, we'll probably talk more about it on uh, socially awkward, so I don't want to dive too much in. But uh, Matthew's brother Mark. He uh, he doesn't like coffee, and yeah. so he doesn't like the coffee culture, which I th- was like, I didn't even like think about that. Like, I was like, oh yeah, if you don't like coffee, you probably won't like this or whatnot. Which was really funny though, because I I was trying to be nice, and I offered it to I offered the cinnamon colch or yeah, the cinnamon colch and then the coffee colch, and he tried both times. Which I was like, good on you yeah, for like being it. willing to try it. He's like, it was gross. He's like, it's gross. I don't like it. I was like, no, I no no, that was really cool of you to even like make the effort to be that's like, what I'm yeah, saying. I'll like, try I, I I try to try everything that's up my alley you know because you never know like when i first heard of sour beers i was like what and then i I got excited when i heard and then i tried it and i was like oh my god i'm in love with this shit like that's (laughs) like one of my new favorite like to me that like sour beers to me is the perfect beer in arizona summertime like i don't know what like it just doesn't like you hear sour beer you're like what but it's it's because it's really it's always like a really light it's sort of like a palate cleanser and it's it's not it doesn't weigh you down when you drink it like some beers do like especially yeah. like the really dark ones like most of the porters are not or like probably about half the porters don't really weigh you down but like sours are perfect for it um but i highly doubt that anyone from the whining pig will ever listen to this but yeah, you never if know. you do then bring back the pickle rick yeah pickle Seriously. well that was the collaboration between them and 12 west Yes. So 12 West, uh, another brewery out here. Really good stuff. Because actually, I've never been there. We have been there. I, you have. No, I don't think we I have. both were there. Really? Yes. We both went there actually a year ago because I was looking at my memories on Facebook and I go, oh, because remember we went there and, I, and we met up. Uh, Sarah, Matthew and Sarah Stubbs told us about it, the Geeks Who Eat. Um, we went there and they had the Schwifty beer, which I tried. Um, and then also Matthew and I believe Megan and Owen showed up. Remember that was a live band that was playing. Uh, it was like the mini bosses. Cause I know it was just, wasn't just me. Cause you and I drove up there together and I know it wasn't like, I didn't replace another person in this story. No, cause... I know. Cause of the time. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know why. It was that I... one that like we drove all the way out to Gilbert and it was like in that weird like dome thing. And then you had to walk through a couple of these weird like buildings that we finally got to. And it was like that weird place where it's like you get the beers and then uh, the ordering the food was like a like a thing over, but like they could deliver it to you. Wow, I don't remember this okay. at all. Huh. But anyways, yeah. So they maybe had some, I was really drunk. They had some pretty good uh, beers there and stuff of like that. So yeah. So but yeah, no. I, I uh, you know I would say give them give them a shout out because look, I we like we like beer, we like drinking, um, and we like tasting new things and stuff of like that. So yeah, I want to give uh, everyone a. A good shout out. So, uh, yeah. But no, I, I wouldn't be surprised because uh, I think uh, Mark and Matthew have some stuff in the works. 
Uh, they are been they've been doing some tastings and they have their own like Instagram, which uh, I I should promote it right now, but I I'll have to look it up. I'll promote it at the end of the show. Okay. So we're not just talking about beer and everything like that. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, you know, we never know. But uh, I always like to just promote things that I like. And, oh, uh, the one in Gilbert. Yes. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Okay. All right, got it now. Sorry. Go no, ahead. no, all good. But uh, anyway, so, um, but yes, yeah, so, yes, it was the, the Strong Beer uh, Week in Arizona. And uh, um, um, if you want to know more of those stories, because I know <laughs> Matthew and Mark have a couple of them uh, with certain weeks. So we'll uh, definitely, if, if you like uh, Want to check out other shows on the network, Socially Awkward. Uh, we'll be actually doing a live show this Friday, um, so uh, check it out. And in fact, we're actually visiting uh, Chiba Hut on Friday because uh, Mike uh, Hess, beer, sorry, excuse me, beer is, uh, they're taking over, they're doing taps at uh, the Chiba Hut in uh, Awatuki. So, I don't know why, but just the way you're like, bear. Well, I, always, I thought I was going to burp, and it didn't happen, and I was like, ah, shit, so... Um, I like how I burp on this show and all my other shows, but with the show I need to be doing the burps on, I, can. ca- I can't even muster a burp on the uh, podcast C-137. Yes, I'm going to promote that right now. So that Please first do. episode is out, uh, podcast C-137. It's a Rick and Morty podcast. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, um, if you also want to be a guest on the show, because I'm doing like guest spots and everything like that, if you want to talk about certain episodes or whatnot, hit me up. Um, but yeah, the first episode has dropped, and... Uh, I was a little worried about it, but uh, after listening to other people's Rick and Morty podcasts, I realized that I have actually uh, something they don't. So uh, that's pretty exciting for me. And you can um, listen to the podcast and find out what it is. And I really want people to actually start really liking the Facebook page because it's one of my lowest Facebook pages ever. And I was like, you think with Rick and Morty I would have gotten more. But I started to realize that I don't know how to social media and I need help. So uh, let your friends and family know and uh, we'll get on with that. But... I'm trying to think. Uh, anything else happened for you this week? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Well, this happened last week, and I didn't really bring it up, but I found out that I'm going to be an ant again. So oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, that was after the, the show, so yeah. like after our last one dropped. But yeah, that's right. Do they? Um, I know they're in early stages, right? Because mm-hmm. you just found out about it. They... Um, because I don't know how this works. It was actually very. It was very interesting. I was curious when I was asking uh, Matthew and Megan when they had Owen and the names. They were like, okay, well, they had a list of girl names and guy names. It's funny because people started shooting out names, and then people would be like, nope, because it's like Rachel, and then you're like, oh no, I remember like a Rachel, like yeah, and you, you always know, like, have that bad like somebody with one it, specific it, name. You know, yeah. it's like so stupid where you're like, no, no, this person isn't gonna become whoever like and. Poor example of using Rachel. I should have used like a name like Rachel. like Isaac or something. Like that. Not Isaac. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm really f- dropping the ball on this one. Like uh, Ashley. Y- yeah, so let's I go with Ashley. That, like, well, I, just because I don't know. Like, I don't think I, don't, I know any Ashley. So well, I'm just I know go with a couple Ash. I've known a couple Ashleys, and it's like there's always like you'll know like a couple people, but there's always like this one person that you know that you're like God, like can't stand her. And I just I know of one Ashley that I like just screwed up that name for me for the rest of my life you know what i will say steven same with lauren i I fucking hate steven i hate the name lauren and like yeah and my mom even told me one time she's like i almost named you leslie i'm like oh thank god you didn't oh that would have been awesome i don't want to be named leslie yeah because i would just call you nope 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 (laughs) (laughs) nope yeah, I mean, uh, my original name, well, my parents thought I was going to be, a, sorry, going off on tangents, enjoy this. Um, 
At least it's not Indiana Jones. Not yet. Um, <laughs> I my parents was hoping for a girl for me, and they already they planned on Megan. And there's nothing wrong with the word or the name Megan or anything like that. But I just thought I was like, man, I would have been known as Eminem then because it would have been Megan Mooney, oh, and you yeah. know people would have just shortened that shit. Eminem. I'm like, ah, that would have sucked. And then my parents were like, oh, we were going to name him Ian. And you know how, do you know how, I'm just going to say, you know how much pussy I would have fucking gotten in like high school if my name was fucking Ian? There was one other person in that school named Ian. Like we would have been like the two just Ian people. Just like, oh, we're smashing pussy. And your initials would have been I am. Oh my God, I would have been instant messenger. Yes. Oh, fuck. And now you're just S&M. Yeah, I'm just S&M. So I'm just a sadomasochist. (laughs) Fucking sucks. Or Sonia Montgomery. (laughs) Anyways, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's gonna be for people at work. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I, uh, no, you're good. Um. Anyways. No filter. Um. <clears throat> no, no. The person who's hashtag no filter is definitely Mark. Yeah, that's true. I, I've been enjoying. <laughs> I've been enjoying that with Mark. No, I like. It, no, I enjoy it because like I used to be that. I used to be the one like fuck it. I'm just gonna say whatever I wanted to say, and then everyone started giving me shit for it. And then now I'm all like, now I just see Mark doing it and I just like sit there going, good, good. Let like, the hate, let the hate through flow you. through. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's fun and enjoyable. Speaking of also, uh, we're going to dive into some news and stuff of like that because I feel like we've been rambling about a bunch of other shit that no one probably cares about. <laughs> uh, but this is how we get the fillers. This is how we get those hour-long episodes because I go off the rails in my Rick and Morty podcast. It was a 30-minute episode. And I'm like, fuck. I, and I was like, for a show that goes off the rail, I'm going to try to, like, not go off the rail on this one. I realized, no, I should have just gone off the fucking rails. Yeah, definitely. Um, but anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I trying to say? Something with Mark. Oh, yeah, we want to get Mark uh, <laughs> back on the uh, horror podcast and stuff of like that. And, We'd uh, like to. Because... And I also want to say um, Sarah and Matthew, they'll definitely be coming back on at some point. I know they're in Disneyland right now. They're doing this huge, oh, like, awesome. Disneyland thing congrats, right now. Guys. So congrats to you guys. I also want to give them a shout-out because this does tie in with the show. Uh, the Geeks You Eat, definitely check them out. We actually won tickets, and they actually made their ticket process, like, wanting to win stuff, easy. Like, okay, I thought it was easy before, and they were just like, oh, now we took this stuff out, and now you just do this. All you have to do, this is all you have to do, people. You just have to, when, follow them on Geeks You Eat, um they facebook twitter instagram follow them yeah just follow them and then when their stuff comes up for movies things like to win passes of that all you had to all had to do for this one for happy death day 2 all i had to do was like the page and then tag somebody in it that's all i had to do i ended up just tagging matthew and mark because i was like oh they're they're probably into this so did that and whatnot and boom you get passed we made it like they streamlined it there like i thought i thought the first process was super easy because i'm like oh yeah that's easy oh i have this oh i have that oh i can do that and now they're just like oh like the fucking like the fucking thing and just comment somebody so it's really easy to do (laughs) so like if you're always wondering like how i keep winning passes and stuff like that this is how i do it this is how i see movies before people thanks to the geeks who eat you want basically i'm gonna let you people know steal these from me fucking enter the contest fucking like their page don't make me keep winning passes because i will i'll fucking take them i'll see whatever the fuck i want i don't give a shit you want to take that from me that's your goal you want to you want to have that victory you want to be like yeah i'm gonna go see this and they have to fucking wait also, um, edit this out if I'm wrong, but they do they have a 
cookbook out yes, yet? They, no, it's not out yet. Uh-huh. They're in the process of publishing mm-hmm. it. Um, I know they've mentioned it a few times on different podcasts and whatnot that we've done. Um, but we will definitely get them on when they finally are getting the final yeah. notes in and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, we'll, yeah, so we'll, keep be, an eye out for we'll that. be promoting the fuck out of their, uh, their cookbook because, it, again, if you don't follow them on social media and you're into cooking, I highly recommend it because they come up with some fucking bomb ass shit that i'm yeah, just like they come that's up amazing. with amazing recipes like and they come over with like some amazing drinks like it's i absolutely love them They're, that's what i need to start doing like, this year sarah's such a sweetheart that's what i need to start doing this year uh stubs and i we we always talk about it every time they come on this show or any other show we do uh we keep mentioning we need to take a picture of the drink and then we need to put down the ingredients so that we can put it out there so if people want to drink what we had that night they're more than welcome to yeah. you know put it together and stuff so we definitely need to we definitely get on the ball with that one. I know, three years into the podcast, I'm still dropping the ball. Well, and, get off my dick, Grandma. And actually, I will say, uh, a few months ago, they came on for a podca- for uh, to record a podcast, and they brought over some of the food that they used for the pictures for their cookbook. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that their was, food was delicious. Yeah, they did. It was for uh, Jim Bob. Uh, he was doing for the movie stuff. They brought over yeah. these like uh, little sausage, like hot sausages or whatnot. It was like it was like there was one. It was like I think I don't. Don't quote me on this because I'm not sure. I want to say almost like the canned weenies or like even the packaged weenies yeah. that they cooked up and then they put this hot sauce on it. It was like a hot, a spicy barbecue sauce. And oh I don't God. like barbecue and even I was like, you there know, these were, are pretty th- damn those good. Those are damn tasty. So <laughs> if you're if you're a fan of food and, and also geekiness, I shouldn't even just say geekiness, but if you're just a fan of food, I should just say <laughs> definitely check out some of their stuff because they make some pretty bomb ass shit that I'm just like, damn. They really do. They're, they're, like, honestly, love, love these friends of the show. And, I really do. And also, if you're interested in photography, I would say even check out check out their page because they take some oh yeah they do pictures. some great sh- and it's funny because they'll take these shots and they'll tell us like that like we do how on the show it, yeah. how we like kind of pull back the curtain and they're like oh yeah this is just taken outside of our like pool area at the uh you know the townhouse complex that we're at and i'm like what yeah like just how they shot it and how they did it and you're like oh, i wouldn't even i wouldn't it even looks guess like that. it's done in a studio yeah. and they're just like oh yeah we just took this in the kitchen i'm like how yeah it's like it's, whenever it's, i try to like take all these like cool like sunset <laughs> right. pictures it just looks like a childhood yeah, so, took a crayon to I definitely definitely send them some love definitely like their pages and stuff like that um and when they come on like they're fun we always have a blast with them so um i'm really excited what horror movies are actually coming out this year as well because i know when they we go see it and they come on and we get to talk about it it's it's so well, those fun. are always my my favorite ones especially with hashtag bunk bunk yeah hashtag, bunk hashtag bunk bunk, uh dumb, dumb butler dumb butler that was uh, that was fun but Sarah uh, and i were dying laughing with that for like and, I, I, and I know I don't, I don't know if raven listens to the show but i might have to submit to her actually um i will talk to you all off Offer? of the show Fair enough. uh no no no. raven actually has some stuff in the works and she asked us for some things so i will say this there might be um some new logos coming your way with uh certain shows so i will talk to you because i was going to put together a list of different logos that like shows that i want new logos for and yeah. like what we want them to be like and some of that so i do have an idea for a new horror. Okay. Um, a logo. So we'll we'll talk about that, and then we're just gonna we're once they once she gets it done, we're just gonna drop it, and everyone's gonna be like fuck. And guaranteed that that one that one I probably will have mugs made out of. Okay, perfect. So because I'm pretty sure that artwork is gonna be phenomenal. 
I do like. The, I still do like the no, old I, school cartoon. Look, I'll, I'll put it. it was no, awesome. no, I'm not. I'm not like like it will. It will replace with yeah. an updated like graphics of that. Like I'm not going to throw that out. Like I'll still. That's still on the Facebook page. Like it'll yeah. still be under photos and stuff. Like that. No, I'm. I'm. Look, I. I. I can draw and I can doodle. I can make certain graphics and stuff like that. And I. And I've done a few. I did the one for Be Horrorcast. I did the one for the Rick and Morty podcast. Um, uh, Life is shit. Patrick did. But yeah, that. it's a little hard to compete with uh, Raven, who like does this for a living. <laughs> Well, it's not only that. It's like I give credit to people. Like I yeah, wish I, amazing. I wish I could have the time to sit down and do a bunch of artwork and just like draw. I mean, I'm trying to. I found a program on the iPad that's uh, like uh, create. Uh, I think it's Creative Suit Pro or just Creative Pro or mm. Procreation. Maybe it's Procreation. I think it's Procreation. It's only like ten bucks. Procreation just sounds like a porn thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'm probably butchering the name. It's probably not even what okay. it is, so I'll figure it out later. But like it, it's like it's like ten bucks for the iPad, and Raven's like, "Oh, if you have one of those pencils," I'm like, "Yeah, I got one of those pencils." She's like, "Oh, then you should totally fucking get this program." So everyone's oh, already, awesome. everyone else is like, "Get this program already," and I've been wanting to do artwork again, so I'll probably I might just bite the bullet and just buy it. And then see when I have time to actually sit down and start doing stuff. So, but uh, without, uh, sorry for uh, wasting about uh, 27 minutes. minutes of everyone's time. Wow, um, actually, it's probably, actually, it's about 27, 44 seconds right now since I'm talking about this, but now it keeps moving. Et cetera, et cetera. But um, anyways, we'll, we're going to finally dive into the actual uh, show. So we do have <laughs> some eerie news of the week, um, and we're going to dive into that. Uh, we have some horror movie news, and then we will do our... Uh, Movie review. So without further ado, kids, it's time for our eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. This is interesting. So there is a guy who won the lottery in Jamaica. And to collect his winnings, he disguised himself as Ghostface from the movie Scream. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, that's actually pretty clever if you don't want people to yeah, like, know bug you about who it shit. is or whatnot. And it's great because he's wearing like he's got the gloves on and then he even has like the face mask on. Like he doesn't have the full outfit like he's wearing like another shirt underneath. But it's still like, oh, that's kind of funny. So I guess <laughs> reportedly by Fox uh, 31, a mystery man just collected a hundred and fifty eight point four million 12 point million in US dollars super lotto jackpot prize over in Kingston Jamaica nearly two months after he actually won it seems the man was having cold feet about collecting his life-changing winnings oh. and he's clearly intesting ensuring the money doesn't change his life in a negative way uh, Good it, on him. In apparent attempts to avoid being hit up for money by everyone around him, the man collecting his million dollars wore, was wearing a Scream franchise ghost face mask. I looked at my ticket, ran into the bathroom, and said, I won, I won. From that day, I found out that I won. I've been sick, the man told the St. Lu- uh St. Lucia uh, news. Uh, my uh, my head hurt from uh, hurt me for three days because I was thinking so much, wondering what if I've been logging, you know, for really come true, and I had a belly ache, you know, for two weeks. Sometimes I feel much pain. I forgot that I had one. Uh, if the movies oh, have taught us anything, is that you never know who's under that mask. <laughs> But, yeah, I thought that was a really cool story. Uh, yeah. I will uh, post this on the Facebook page. Um, I did not post it yet. I 
was kind of lacking for the past couple of weeks. But I, I just thought it was cool. It was kind of yeah. interesting. It kind of and good on him for being like, you know what? I don't want this money to like. But I feel bad for him. I really hope like his health issues get better. I hope it's not anything serious. Oh, I think Probably he'll just be. Stress, I think it's just stress, and I but, think he'll be fine. Like after he finally collected his winnings, he'll be he'll be good to yeah. go and stuff. Like that. But, but that would be kind of a bummer to be like, I won the lottery, and now my stomach hurts. I mean, you know, he won the lottery. I mean, I guess it was a you know. Uh, killer. Ugh. God. You and, like, I was talking to my coworker today, and, like, he and I started trading, like, these horrendous bird puns, and, oh, God, it got bad. So you guys started flocking? Yeah, what? Flocking towards their bird Yeah, puns. we, yeah, the, it came in droves. Ah. Um. That was a good aviator. Yeah, I know, right? Really ducked that one up. Uh, uh, yeah, that was one of the things. Um, I was rather proud of myself for coming up with it's a matter Stop of opinion. Stop waddling around the jokes right now. <laughs> no, I was very proud of my one joke where I said it was a matter of opinion. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, did you find another story for your news of the week or no? Uh, no. Okay, you were talking oh. about something and I didn't know. Oh, I was talking about a cartoon that, a uh, little cartoon thing that I found oh, that and I posted it. on the Facebook okay. page. So it's an amusing little Cthulhu cartoon. So if you guys want to go and check it out, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, just go to the Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash another B Horcast. It made it. me giggle. Do it right now. Do it. So. Do it. Anyways. I feel like I need that. Oh. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. I need to get that out drop. No, for the socially awkward, every time math, uh, not Matthew Mark has to do shot a clock, then I could be like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yes, um, that'd be amazing. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for eerie news of the week. And we do have a little bit of horror movie news. Uh, a lot of stuff actually happened last week. We just didn't get a chance to talk about it because it was right, probably right after the show uh, dropped. So we will touch upon some of this stuff now. But without further ado, it's time for our It's time for Horror So, yes. the new Child's Play uh, trailer dropped. And Yay. I'm already, I was like, I'm on board. Um, <laughs> granted, yes, they have changed a little bit of Ch- uh, Chucky's story. He is no longer a uh, doll that's haunted by a serial killer. Okay. Uh, I'm curious if the reason why they went this route is because the person who voices Chucky, um, he will know, he's like, no, I'm not going to be a part of, Oh, uh, uh, Brad Dorif. Yeah, Brad Dorif. Uh, he was like, no, no, no. He felt like it's time for me to kind of, you know, re- uh, let someone else, uh, you know, kind of do the thing. So instead of, which is interesting, instead of doing the same story, they decided to go a different route. So it's like the the Chucky Buddy the Buddy doll is back, but the good guy doll. But what it is, it's actually an out of control robot doll. So it's sort of like AI goes psycho. Yeah, so it's supposed to be a really advanced toy, apparently, and I'm guessing it probably reroutes itself, you know, to, like, the internet and shit like that and all that. That just reminded me. Sorry. I remember that there's a news story where a scientist created a, uh, a psychopath AI just by showing it violent videos from YouTube, and someone posted it and just went, what the actual fuck? Yeah, what fuck? the actual fuck? So um, but, yeah, that just this. reminded me. Um, they haven't had Chucky speak yet, mm-hmm. um, but the trailer is cool. I believe I did post it on our Facebook page, but it, it was interesting because they showed you the kid looks a little bit older, 
like than the kid was in the other movie. Not by much. Yeah. But a little bit older, same kind of scenario with a single mom and stuff like that. But they even showed you there's this just part in the trailer where they show the kid turn around and the mom's just like she's still alive and she's in this in the factory, mm-hmm. I guess, but she's like on like this like pallet jack thing, like all like chained up and just like a bloody mess, like it's but and you're just like Oh shit! This is nuts. So, oh, damn. like, I look forward to it. I do. I do. I do miss the old one. I know uh, Jennifer Tilly uh, already put in her two cents, saying, uh, "Not my Chucky." Oh, <laughs> uh, but this is you know. Uh, I get it. Uh, she's out of a paycheck. Well, yeah. I mean, I understand it, but it's also like you still have to make room for the new. Like, yeah. I mean, they did a really good job with um, Halloween. Halloween, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, look, you can either, and, and guess like, what? I understand why she's kind of like, it's not my Chucky. And it's like, yeah, if you grew up with that Chucky and you're like, you're not, no, and, I, and I love, fine. and, and, I, and I, don't get me wrong. I love, I love the original Chucky. He's yeah. amazing. Like he's such a funny character. And that first movie is like, if you think about it, it might've been the dumbest plot in the world, <laughs> but how they filmed it mm-hmm. and how they did everything and the animatronics and that it's a fucking solid movie. Now, granted, yes. After the first one, they went into the little punny. Yeah, uh, uh, with making Chucky more of a you know humorous kind of thing, but it kind of worked for him. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of thing. So you got to take it for what it is. So I mean, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, I mean, I can't really judge the movie until it comes. I mean, granted, yeah, you can see a trailer and be like, I'm not going to see this movie. I'll definitely check out this movie. It comes out in June. Uh, so I'm excited. I'll like, yeah, we'll, we'll go see it. It'll be fun. We'll talk about yeah. it. We can even compare it to like the original and be like, what do we like? What do we didn't like? You know, and so on and so forth. But speaking of other, uh, movie news, uh, apparently, uh, Pet Cemetery also dropped. Oh, heck yes. A new trailer, um, which I believe again, I did post that on the, um, Facebook page, Facebook page but it looks like they're switching a little bit of the, the plot. Uh, the first movie released in 1989 following uh, Luis Creed, a doctor who moved into a small town in Maine with his family when he discovers a plot of land where uh, locals buried their pets that could resurrect the dead. He decides to use this on his disease, deceased three-year-old son. That's where the filmmaker took the film to a different course in the, the particular movie. Sorry, excuse me. The 2019's uh, Pet Cemetery switches uh, uh, the the son's role into uh, being uh, being a sister, Illy, and played by 11 year old. Oh, okay. So uh, you know, but it does look good. I mean, what's his face is in it? Uh, John Lithgow. He plays the the grandfather, oh. and I'm like, oh shit! And nice. you know, the trailer looks great, and I remember seeing the original. Re- I've never read the book, mm-hmm. so I can't judge the book. At all. But I saw the original movie, and I'll put it this way. The original movie's okay, but it was one of those made-for, I think, like, TV kind of movies. So it does have its, like, it's... So I'm excited for kind of a reboot. After we kind of got, like, the It reboot, I mean, after watching the original It, you're kind of like, yeah, some... And again, even going back to Child's Some of it works, and some of it is... Some of these do kind of... Kind of need a reboot, a refresher, because you have to realize that there's a bu- there's a generation out there that has no idea what Pet Cemetery is, and I, they're probably seeing this trailer, not really realizing there's a book and or a movie even yeah. before this. Like most people don't even probably know this is a remake. You know, depending on well, your then like, it might your just age be group. like, oh yeah, it's a Stephen King. It's based on a Stephen yeah. King novel, and that's all they know. That's all they might but know. So I just wanted to say, so a quick uh, for people, most people probably know this, but for people who may not. Um, Actually, found out like I well, I tried reading Pet Cemetery, and I am a huge 
reader. You, mm-hmm. you oh, know, yeah, it's no, like, yeah, yeah. I can yeah, finish you, a book in like a day. A day. Um, but I, I couldn't get through Pet Cemetery. It was just too wordy. It was, but it was difficult for me to read. But I do know there's a lot of Stephen King fans out there. It might have just been because, like, at the time that I like started reading it, like maybe it's just not like a. I wasn't in the right headspace. Don't know. Haven't finished it. Um, but I did want to say it was kind of interesting finding out about how Pet Cemetery was first inspired. I found out that Stephen King actually had an incident where his son almost ran out into the middle of the road and like almost got hit by a car. And so his brain just like after a while, like uh, Stephen King's brain just kind of like wouldn't shut off and was like, well, what would have happened if all this kind of like if he actually had got hit by a car, like how would my life have gone and all this kind of stuff. And he just kind of like fell down this rabbit hole. And that's how he created Pet Cemetery in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Like it's absolutely nuts. Like and it. I think that if I, I think that that's really interesting to me where it's like, OK, well, like the kind of like the what ifs of the scenario. And they even have a moment in the book. Oops, excuse me. They even have a moment in the, the book that I read where it like ta- has this whole point of like the dad has a dream that he was able to save his son and his son like grew up to be you know, go through college and get married and have kids of his own. And like, everyone was like super happy. And then the dad woke up and realized that none of it was real. Yeah. And it's just like this heartbreaking moment in the book, but it's just like, it's just kind of crazy. Like how all that can work out. Anyways. So, no, no, yeah, no, you're, you're good. But I'm just saying like, like to me, I'm like, things are going to happen. And you know, you, it, to me, it's like, look, if you see a movie trailer and you're like, ah, oh, fuck this movie, blah, 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 then just don't go see it. Like why put yourself through that? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Um, it's if like, if you already know you're not going to enjoy it, then why why torture yourself? You know, and stuff like that. I mean, there's plenty of movies that I haven't seen either because I didn't even hear about them or it's because it was something that was like, ah, that's nothing I probably would really be into. Actually, now that I think about it, you can also look at it from the, I'll just call it the Mark perspective. You can still try it out and see if you like it. And if you don't go, Blech, I don't like it. And is that, just a, is move that, on. Is that the hashtag for the show? Hashtag the Mark perspective. Yes. Oh, that actually could be a new segment a on segment, Socially yeah. Awkward, The Mark, the Mark perspective. perspective. But yeah, the, like whenever, like, okay, I don't know why that, that kind of stood out to me, but it was just like this interesting thing of like, even if you know, like you may not enjoy something, you're still willing to give it a, a chance. And it's like, you maybe you just need to like give it a chance and be like, okay, I know it's not going to be like the original. I know it's not going to be like, it's a reboot, so it's going to be its own thing, but maybe I'll like something about it. Anyways, I'm done. No, you're good. Soapbox is over. Um, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, so this is interesting. So Eli Roth is getting uh, set to Ooh. film a new horror movie uh, for Miramax. Uh, last year, he uh, dropped the, the remake of Death Wish, mm-hmm. and then he also did The House with a Clocks in Its Walls. Um, oh, we need to see that. Stuff. Yeah, I still need to see that or whatnot. But it was really, what was really interesting is, I guess uh, this will be coming around, I think, Thanksgiving, uh, let's see. So, move off to a movie, a horror film, a Mira, Miramax products, uh, co-written by uh, Jeff uh, Rendell, and filming in Massachusetts. You wouldn't be uh, completely out of the, the line of suggesting that maybe, just maybe, Roth is finally making Thanksgiving a real movie. Now, if people don't understand what I'm talking about about the Thanksgiving movie, there was a trailer. This is what I thought was the the, the dumbest thing that Miramax did. When they released uh, the Grindhouse Pictures, when they released uh, Death Proof, and when they released Planet Terror in theaters, which I never got a chance to see, uh, but they released them back-to-back, but they had fake trailers 
for uh, movies. Oh. And Thanksgiving was one of those trailers. So it looks like they're finally going to go through with it. The only problem is when these two came out on Blu-ray and DVD and stuff like that, instead of packaging together, they actually packaged them separately and they removed all those content. Now, Ah. I don't know if that content is now like on some special edition Blu-ray because I I was going to pick them up, but then I was like, oh, they don't have the trailers in these? I'm like, do I even want to bother watching these then or something like that? I mean, granted, I should probably check them out because I heard they were both really good movies. In fact, though, a lot of people did say Planet Terror was a lot better than Death Proof, but to each his own, I get it. Uh, what's his name Quentin Tarantino always has his own um, filming style of how he does stuff and Robert Rodriguez has always always been out there I mean he's the one who did uh, oh fuck what was it uh, uh, Dust Till Dawn he did um, he does a lot of those kind of like because Planet Terror is like basically like the movie with all the zombies and shit like that um so it's like he's he's already uh, he's already into like the horror stuff and things like that. So he likes to incorporate that kind of stuff. So I'm so I'm actually I'm interested. But it's just really funny though that what was really funny is just I didn't realize how many people hate uh, Roth. Really? Uh, yeah, a lot of people do not like him. Like they. Oh. Uh, uh, so we'll see what happens because a lot of people are like this guy sucks. I well, hate this director. Well, he's got an interesting directing style because I watched uh, the Book of Eli. I believe he directed that. I could be wrong on that. Let me see. Um, I know you keep saying that. I could. I, it's very possible that I'm wrong on that because I know I've seen. I know I've seen something that Eli Roth directed. Uh, let's see. Let's go no. to his IMDb page. Uh. <clears throat> oh, he directed Inglorious Bastards. That's what I saw. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he uh, pr- helped produce. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, he helped produce like the Grindhouse of that. He produced Cabin Fever. Um, come on, what else did you? But, my internet just froze oh no you're good i was just trying to find the actual like directing stuff that he did yeah okay so house with uh yeah house of house with a uh with uh house with clocks in its walls death mm-hmm. wish uh south of hell was a tv series he did one episode he directed that knock knock uh the green inferno oh yeah that was his one film he did the green inferno i never got a chance to see oh he was and, a co-producer on baywatch yeah there you go uh cabin fever you know so he's slowly building but it looks like he's got a bunch of stuff in in the in the works coming up so uh yeah i was trying to see yeah so i guess he didn't uh, direct a book of eli so remember uh back in the day or not back in the day but like i think last year at one point we watched a movie called clown yeah 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 he He, was a producer on producer on that yeah i just saw that too yeah yeah that was actually a fun i enjoyed that movie i thought it was really interesting in a cool way of how they they did everything with that um but uh, yeah, so um, I, I'll you know check it out. We'll see what happens. I mean, I got nothing against uh, the guy, so it's not like I'm gonna be like fuck this dude. I'm gonna make a better movie than him, and then not do anything and just sit <laughs> on Reddit and jerk your penis. So, um, but yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap up all of our. Um, that's a great oh, note too. Oh, that's why people don't like him because he did the hostile movies. But uh, they uh, violence. Yeah, no, and I get that. I, I get. That. I never saw the hostile movies. I mean, Pat was all like, he saw the first one. And he was like, it was just gore stuff. But then I even told him, I was like, you know what sucks about the second one? It's like the guy who survives everything ends up getting killed off in the very first like ten minutes of oh, that first gay. of the second movie, and you're like, what the fuck? Like that's dumb. Like you probably could have edited that out and just did your second movie where it's like he wasn't included. You know, I don't know yeah. why you killed it, but you know, to each his own. Whatever. Well, it's like wants killing off Laurie Strode in the Halloween movie. He's like, why? Um, mm. Anyways, sorry, I digress. No, no, you're good. Uh, but again. anyways, uh, this is going to wrap up um, pretty much all of our news stuff, and now we're going to talk about. Uh, we forgot about Ho- Obitcon. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, then that's on you. you Sorry. Um, So this was something that one of our listeners brought up, and I thought it was really cool, so I wanted to just bring it up really quick, and I will be fast. Um, Oh, no, you can take your time. But the fifth conference of the Society of Professional Obituary Writers was held October 13th through 15th. Uh, This is from 2017. Uh, Let's see. Uh, They engaged in grave discussions about obits and obituary writing. Several guest speakers gave short talks. Um, It also awards the Grimmies instead of the Grammys. That's funny. uh, For best... Short form obit under 800 words, best long obit form, or best long form obit, which is over 800 words, best obit of an ordinary Joe slash Jane, obituary writer of the year, and lifetime achievement in obituary writing, which seems highly amusing to me to give a lifetime achievement whenever it's about death. Anyways, so that was something that I thought was kind of cool. Um, I really don't have very much information on it, but I do think it's really cool that they actually even have that. Um, and it looks like ObitCon 2019 will be held in Washington, D.C. Uh, doesn't specify the date, but I'm assuming it's probably going to be in October again. So if you feel like going out to Washington, D.C. to attend the ObitCon, just so you can get a couple morbid laughs, then go for it. All right. And my spiel is done. And thank you, uh, Bones, for bringing that information to our attention. That is amazing. And it makes me happy that this actually exists. Yes, I thought that was uh, pretty cool and stuff like that. I'm actually kind of curious. Maybe uh, we can find out when they do these and then maybe we can like, you know, read up on stories and stuff like that and actually probably give out a little like segment of like, oh, these are the people who won and yeah. so on and so forth. So I, th- I thought it was a cool thing. But yeah, like stuff like that. If you guys find like some cool, interesting stories, like we're like this. This is what this podcast is about. Yes, we review movies, but we definitely talk monsters. We definitely talk you know, the supernatural, we definitely talk, vampire, we talk about all this we stuff. We talk mythology. Yeah. Of we, all things, we you talk know, mythology. So, so even if you, or even if you were like, hey, you know, in Germany, they have this weird different fact about, like, a vampire that, like, all the other facts that we all know is this, but maybe they have this kind of fact that we don't know about, you know, kind yeah. of like all these, like, new takes on uh, mythical creatures and stuff like that. But this is going to wrap up... Um, the new segment of the podcast. And so without further ado, before we dive into it, yes, we watched Happy Death Day to You. Came out this year, 2019. Uh, you'll be seeing it hopefully this weekend. Um, but uh, without further ado, spoilers in three, two, one. Everybody dies. I bid you welcome. I am Dracula. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they Yeah, that's like one of our longest drops, but I really love that track from Teen <laughs> Idol. So, and it was like the perfect setup because I always heard that song, but I only heard like the EP version, so they never had that beginning part. And I was like, "Oh shit, this is the beginning part." Because awesome. he talks about about all the different yeah. like old school horror movies, so it's fun. 
Teen Isles, check them out. They're on Spotify. They're fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Happy Death Day to You is, yes, the sequel to, I believe, the 2018 uh, Happy Death Day, because I think it only came out like a year ago. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was either 2017 or 2018. I think it was 18, because I think we saw it. Um, did we see it last year? Mm-hmm. I know we saw it last year. I think so. 2017. Oh, it was 2017. Wow, okay. So, yeah, it yeah. came out in February, I think, of 2017. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. What came out in 2018, then? I didn't know. Anyways. Well. Yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was October of 2017. Man, I was way Oh, off. that makes sense now. Okay. Oh, that's right. They did an October release with that. Um, yeah, so this time they did it uh, in February. Um, so we'll give you the premise. If you Obviously, if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what's going on. If you don't really care about you know, seeing the movie or whatnot. So the premise is from the first one is this girl wakes up. It's her birthday. It's your birthday. Um, and then she gets murdered and then she wakes up again. And it's basically, she's in this loop of Groundhog's Day of every time she dies, she comes back to her same birthday. And then she tries to figure out who killed her. Spoiler alert. Yes, she finds out who does it. We're not going to tell you who, but she solves a mystery, ends the loop, so on and so forth. So then you're like, why would they do a sequel? Well, one thing, one fun thing that I wanted to touch on. Oh, go ahead. Is uh, the I think one of the most clever things that I found about that movie is that it's Groundhog Day with consequences. So every time she gets killed, like she realizes that she gets like all this scar tissue, excuse me, and that like the next time that she dies, it could be her last simply because her body's taken so much abuse and then come back. But it's like she doesn't actually have like the physical scars outside, but like her body inside is still healing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the second one is interesting. So everyone's kind of back. They've added a couple of new cast characters, which I actually did yeah. enjoy them. They were like the, um, uh, what was it? Um, wow. I don't know any of their names. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, one of them was, it sounded like Samosa, but it wasn't Samosa. It Hold was on. Like I should probably just pull Samara? up the, I, I should just pull up the IMDB page and see who played who. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. So we have a uh, tree who's the, the main girl yes. and you have uh Carter, uh, her love interest. Then you have Ryan. That was it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan. So the buddy in the first one, Ryan, he's uh, he's always walking in uh, into the room and then he's getting kicked out because he's like uh, he's uh, he's the roommate. he's Carter's roommate yeah. in college. So you see him. You see finally his day and he wakes up in his car and he comes walking out and he has to like dodge like a couple of people some of that. And then he gets called into another area of the school. You find out he's working on the science project with two other people, Samir and uh, Adria. Uh, I think they call her Dri- Dre. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Samar and Dre. Dre, yeah, they call her Dre for short. And uh, he's working on this whole thing, and then you find out, uh, like, all of a sudden, he he go, he hears a noise. Oh, actually, no, he gets these pictures on his phone. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And it's like him. Like, someone's taking pictures of him and then sending it to him. And you're like, okay, this is, you're like, oh, this is eerie. Goes into this area, then, of course, opens opens this door, his friend scares him with something, and he's like, what the hell? And then sure enough, there's the baby ma- mass face. I, I don't even know what you call him. Baby face killer, maybe? Uh, I don't yeah, know if he has like, a name. Uh, the but, baby face mask behind you, yeah. I would just call him the baby face killer, but it's like these baby masks because they're part of the this, the college they go to, they're, they're known as like the babies or something like that. Yeah, so, the, the, like, it was really funny because at one point in the movie, they're like, why the fuck do we have this a baby as a mascot? This is so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, when they he gets killed, he comes back, and he's like, okay. And he's like, I'm having deja vu. And right away, Tree's like, all right. She's take- like, okay, what happened? Yeah, what and happened? She's like, yeah. you, came, you woke up right after you died, right? And he's like, yeah, how did you know? And it just kind of goes from there. So it's kind of interesting. But happened. then you find out that 
it was a science project that did this loophole kind of thing, but it also, they talk about like this multiverse. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going like, oh, you guys are going a completely different, like I had yeah. no idea what they were going to do with this, but I literally thought it was more of like, it happens again, but multiple people keep dying and then she has to like save these people <laughs> throughout the day. And, in order st- to prevent, and yeah. stop the killer or whatnot. But then they did a whole different take. So then the machine goes off again after they run it. And then all of a sudden, like these people, like she shows up and all these people are looking at her and they don't really recognize her. And she realizes it's back to the 18th, which was her birthday from the first movie. And she's like, what the fuck? And like right then and there, like when they started doing it, it was kind of cool because they, they said something when the machine went off. It was like it, 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 she switched places with the other tree in that multiverse. So that means like all, everything was different. Yeah. So it was like she finds out the guy she's dating, Carter, is actually dating now her house roommate, Danielle. And it's like, what the fuck? You know? And she finds out her mom is still alive, which yeah, is like, like a huge plot point huge in the first plot mo- movie. Yeah, yeah, big and thing so, and stuff like that. So and then it actually causes this really interesting debate of like where she like finds out that she can go back to her universe, but uh-huh. she's like, do I really want to? Yeah, do I want to? Do I give up the this person that I'm in love with? Or to be or, to be with my mom, or, or do, do I, I do I do mom. I finally let my mom go? Yeah, and then it was actually kind of cool because they do have some great like as as mo- it's pretty moving this movie I would have yeah. to say because they do have a part in it where Carter actually tells her he's all like well don't you wouldn't this be like the best opportunity to actually finally get to say goodbye yeah because she like died in a car accident. And, and it's it, like, this is the chance that a lot of people don't, don't get, get to say goodbye. To say goodbye so she kind has of this moment where she actually gets to say goodbye to her mom and tell her how much she loves her. And so, like, her mom is just confused, but for her, it's closure. Yeah, but it, it's a really fun movie because there's a point in it where she has to memorize, like, all the science stuff yeah. because every time she dies, it restarts that day and she has to explain everything to all these people again. So it's like, okay, so then they started. Um, she started learning like everything that uh, Ryan, but then she Samir, was, yeah. But then stuff. she was like saying like, "Oh, I don't want to have to kill myself. Well, or, I, don't I don't want to have to die again from the the, the serial killer, the serial killing, killer you, killing, killing me." Killing me. And then the finally the Drag girl was just all like, "Why don't you just go out on your own terms?" Yeah. So then it turns into because in the first movie it's like her trying to track down everything, and then she kept turning around. There's the killer, kills her. She's dead. More, wakes boots, up yeah. and then she's like okay well i know it's not these people now you know so she starts crossing out all the names so this was kind of fun because then she started like kind of committing suicide but it's like she's doing it in, like all these humorous tropes which i thought was great <laughs> like there's this, she's taking a bath and she grabs the hair dryer and it's just like well, yeah. Whoop. it's like every death scene there's one thing that i absolutely love about it like Whenever she's in the, the, she like she gets into the bathtub. She has a little rubber ducky, and then she like kind of pets it and puts it in the water, and just calmly like grabs the hair dryer, turns it on, and drops it. And then there's another one where, uh, like, probably well, I'll let you tell your favorite one. Well, no, no, I figure we can get into that. I was just trying to remember all the different ones they had and stuff. And then they had one where like she goes to the hospital because she realizes that the this is what I thought was actually a really cool twist in the movie. Where she, the girl who actually tra- was murdering her in the first movie turns out she's the one having like the affair with the other doctor. And then it's really funny because the doctor guy doesn't even know who Tree is at this point, even though it was Tree in the first movie having the affair. Yeah. But what I liked about it was like, you see, like, then she's like, oh, I got to save so and so, you know, kind of thing. So it was cool because she's like, okay, I know there's this killer, but then she didn't know there was another killer, which I thought was kind of a cool, 
like take on everything so it was kind of an interesting where they put in like these kind of plot things because then it was like she was everything was ready to go with the machine again after they logged all the data and it was like oh i'm gonna get sent back but then she's like no so-and-so died so i have to die again so i can reset the day so these people can still live you know so on and so forth kind of thing so it was it was just really it was really kind of cool interesting and i liked all the new different like deaths they decided to do with this and whatnot but uh yeah let's uh let's break down some of your like uh i guess the some of the favorite deaths if you want to go down that road so um well i'll let you tell your favorite one because i know i already know uh like, one of them i thought was just i I, w- I would go i'm gonna go with my like my i would say three because mm-hmm. i have a favorite favorite one and then i have a couple ones that i was like oh that's kind of cool so one was one i just thought was hilarious was when she's handcuffed and oh. she runs away from the killer and runs up to the top of the building and then keeps running. And, like, I love how the killer, like, you see, like, you see it from his perspective. Like, you see it's, like, the camera's facing him. You don't see her. So it's, it's like, you're on her back. Yeah. Like, she's running. So it keeps going. But I love how he kind of just stops. And then it flips. And you see her just run off the edge <laughs> of the, the building. And she hits the ground. And it's, like, wakes up. It's, like, ah, oh, fuck. But it was just, like, you're, like, so hilarious because you're thinking, like, okay, he's going to kill her or some of that. But then she just, like, up, oh, did yeah, myself. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was, like, one of the first ones when she like goes yeah. to the hospital to try to save uh, her friend and stuff. So I thought that was just more humorous because that to me was just like a Wiley Coyote thing where he's yeah. just like, ah, oh, fuck me. Because even on her way down, she's just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, one that I wanted to bring up that I thought was really funny was the death scene in the grocery store. So she goes to like the supermarket and she is going down the aisle of like drain cleaners and stuff like that. And she looks on the back of one, she unscrews the lid and then she looks over and there's another like grocery shop yeah, yeah. there, like an older gentleman. And she just looks at him, kind of goes eh, and like cheers him and then just starts drinking. Drink. And he's like, Oh God, and, like runs away. And the best part about it is like right after she woke up, she's like, Oh God. And she's like chugging oh, yeah, water chugging to try to get the taste, taste out, out of her out. mouth. Was, yeah. Like that. Good call. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about like when she wakes up and <laughs> yeah. then it's like the water thing and stuff. Uh, I think another one, the second one I really liked was it was more of like a badass move, I think. It was like when she's in the hospital and she kills the one murderer guy, like the serial killer from the first one. And then it's like the baby face comes up behind her and it's like he's grabbing the gun and then she's just like, all right, we're going out, both of us, and shoots at the oxygen tanks to make the explosion. Yeah. And she kind of like wakes up. Um, what was the, was that the one where her hair was all, when she wakes up and her hair is just like. No, that was a. Oh, that was the electric one. one. That was a fun, that was the one where she runs into the generator. That's right. Yeah. That was a good one too. Um, and do you have any, I know I have one more after this, so I didn't know if you well, have Well, you any can more. go ahead and tell your favorite one because I actually realized I have a different one that's my favorite one. Oh, okay. So my favorite one was when she finds out Carter is in this universe is dating Danielle, like her roommate thing, and she's just kind of just like, ugh. Like she just, she hates it because it's like, no, this is the guy I'm in love with in my universe, blah, blah, blah. So I love the fact she sees this skydiving thing and then it cuts to like everyone jumping out of this plane and it's her just in this bikini and she just kind of like, and falls backwards. She's like the happiest face of all. And I thought like, it, was, ah! it was so fucking clever too because it shows that and then it has Carter and Danielle like, you know, making out or whatnot but then you just see this thing and I didn't even think they were going to do it. Yeah. Like I thought they were just going to do this quick like boom, like her hit the ground, blood splat and then like ew but they did this thing but they, they did a lot of slow motion in this movie but very well done I thought. Yeah. They did this slow motion part where she's of, falling. Of like her falling backwards. Falling. So she well she falls backwards, but when she's coming down, she she's turned at the camera and she's flicking everybody off and like yeah kind of thing, and then she hits like the ground, and then you just see like the blood splat on like uh, Danielle and Carter, which I thought was hilarious. So like Tree, I'm sorry, the uh, Jessica, I should probably learn her name, um, Jessica uh, Roth Rothy, I think it is 
R O T H E. I think it's Roth. Rothy. I don't know. Roth. It's pro- I'm guessing Rothy. the E is. I'm guessing the E is silent. So we'll pretend like the E oh, is silent. Oh, she's younger than me too. God damn, she has a good career. Um, <laughs> oh, she but was. I, in a, okay, Roth, so, she was in Law La La Land. I have to check that out now. Oh yeah, we still need to see that. There's um, so many. Shows. Oh, she's had a. Okay, you know what. Good on her. Good, no, good on her. She's actually has a pretty plethora. I mean, I'm going to be honest. The first thing I saw her in was this, the, yeah. the first Happy uh, Death Day. And I, I, I've enjoyed her. Like, I think she's a great actress because she does this stuff like in the first movie where you realize like how bad of a person she is. And then she's trying to be better. But I love the fact when she wakes up and it's the 18th again and she just has that outside just <gasps> – just yeah. screaming at everybody like it's just it's so fucking hilarious of it but she like throws the girl's clipboard and the girl's yeah, like you could have just, just said, said no, no thank you and, and she's like, like she's like storming off and she turns around and just goes sorry yeah so they got some good stuff but yeah i would have to say that was like my favorite like death scene because it was just so humorous and stuff like that. so what was what was yours then now i'm curious because you were like yeah i really like that one too but you have a different one yeah so i realized that my favorite one was actually there's a point where i can't remember why exactly she does it now? I, I'm i sure, like, as I start talking about it, I'll remember, or you'll remember and remind me. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where she actually goes into the bell tower. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's, like, she's trying to reset the day again because she was trying to save her friend and her friend ended up dying. So to reset the day, she has to die the same way that she did in the first movie to save her boyfriend. Um, so she jumps off and she falls backwards and you see like this, again, a slow motion shot, but it's like her oh, falling right. and then she falls onto the bed and wakes back up. And it was just the most, that like, was a really cool shot. I, I mo- like that shot. Moment. And like, yeah, I really love the skydiving yeah, one. It's like funny. a humorous one, but that one, like, I really have to say, I think tops it just because of like the poignancy of it and just like the callback to the first movie. And it was just like this really like sweet I thing can, of like, I really want to save this person. So I'm going to sacrifice that's, myself. Again. That was, I forgot you said that that was actually, that's good. That's a I totally forgot that happened to her in the, uh, the first, in the first one. Cause yeah. she hung herself, I think off of the bell tower. Yeah. So good call on that one. Okay. Yeah. That was a good one. But yeah, no, um, I really like this movie. Uh, sorry. I'm like now. No, you're fine. Oh, Rothenberg is her full name. Um, Oh, Rothenberg. At, Rothenberg. Actress and soundtrack. Oh, she's probably sings on uh, oh. La La Land or whatnot. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm like, she doesn't have much on, like, her IMDb has stuff, but, like, her biography, like, on IMDb, mm-hmm. it just says, was born, and then it was, like, May 28th of 1987 in Denver, Colorado, and I'm just all like, oh, yeah, you know, you're here. So, yeah, no, she's a fun actress. I even said, like, after watching that movie, I'm like, they ever make a live-action Rick and Morty? I'm like, that's their summer. Mm-hmm. Like, right there. Yeah, she's got the facial expressions down. Like, she's fucking just, ah! <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a fun movie. But um, before we jump into uh, telling you our reviews of the week or uh, for this movie or whatnot, or five out of five, uh, we'll give you the, uh, the we'll give you the ratings of IMDb and also of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, now, I will say this: this movie did um, go a different route. Mm-hmm. than the original movie. The original movie is definitely like a slasher based kind of almost like the, I would uh, compare it to like Scream and stuff like that where there was like a killer, or, you know, so on and so forth and stuff like Not that. Not overly gory though, I will Not say. Not overly gory. No, they did. I think they did a great job with a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. and things like that. This one, they went a different route and they kind of, it's starting to become more of a dark comedy, which I actually kind of enjoy because I think it's, uh, I haven't seen, I've never actually seen a dark comedy like trilogy at this point because usually a dark comedy is like a one hit. Yeah. Like it's one and done and stuff like that. So 
this is kind of an interesting take, and I will say this. So stay till – I wouldn't say stay till the entire credits, but they'll have their mid-credits, and then they do a little bit more. They have a mid-credit scene. They have scene. a mid-credit scene, and it sets up for a third movie, which I was like, oh, they are going to do a third one? And then when they show you what they're doing, I'm like – Oh, I didn't even see this coming. So it was, it's been very interesting for me. I've been actually really enjoying this. I kind of hope they end it at the third one. Don't get me wrong. I like these characters and we'd love to see more. But it also is kind of nice to have kind of like a wrap up and everything. Like that. But if they did this as like a nice little like trilogy, like it's interesting to me because Blumhouse is almost kind of tapping into like, hey, we do horror. But we're also going to do a little bit of comedy now, like some dark comedies, which I'm wondering if that's going to open the door for more dark comedies, which I wouldn't be surprised if Blumhouse then picks up, I don't know, maybe the sequel to uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Although technically, in a way, that was sort of a a trilogy because I think it all happened in the same universe with uh, Hot Fuzz and with... uh... No, 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 that is. I I just meant... uh, But that wasn't done by Blumhouse. Oh. I'm saying... These movies, I forget yeah. who did those yeah, movies, yeah. but those are part of a trilogy, yes. Yeah. Uh, I forget what they're, they're like based off the ice cream company in the movie. That's what they call them. Oh. But they already talked about how there's going to be, there's going to be that new horror movie from them that comes out this year. Um, that's right. And then Slaughterhouse Rules. And then there's, uh, Simon Pegg's been in talks already a little bit hinting at, uh, yeah, we've been uh, dabbling with maybe doing a sequel to Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about that because I don't know who produced these movies in the beginning. Uh, we don't know if these production companies have dropped out or they're still available, so on and so forth. But I'm just saying with Blumhouse moving into almost like dark kind of comedies, that might be right up their alley because that yeah. would be a really good relationship for, I think, uh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Blumhouse to kind of get together. Because, I mean, they're already doing shit with, you know, Jordan Peele. And that us, that's fucking – I cannot wait for that fucking movie. If you've not seen the trailer yet, I'll have to show it to you. That's his yeah. next film that's coming out. That's fucking like so he's like the first one's like a psychological one he's like this one's a full-on fucking horror movie Ooh. and i'm like oh yeah good on you and i'm already excited with him because he's already doing you know um uh, what's it called uh, oh yeah we did talk about that with the super bowl they teased the um uh twilight zone oh that's right so so i'm super excited about that so um before we give our rating and everything that out uh what do you want to go with you want to go with uh cupcakes or did we do that last time I think, well, last time it was cupcakes, I was thinking, there was a couple different things I was thinking. Okay, yeah, that's time. what I was saying. Like, I figured either rubber ducks. Oh, that'd be fun. Bikinis. Uh-huh. Or birthday cakes simply because, like, her and her mom. Oh, that's right. Um, Or you could do knives. You could do knives. I'm trying oh, to think of. Uh, how about this? What about, oh. I also thought of math, or sissies, the, the machine. Like the the machine that was like causing like all the the, the time. Oh rest? yeah, sissy. There's that, or there was also the. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. It's the um, the machine with the magnet. The machine with the magnet. At the very, I don't want to spoil it for people. Oh, but uh, at the end. Um, uh, uh, hang on a second. Give it's me an, a, MRI. A, MRI. Or do you want to do MRI machines? Because I, I thought, like, when that, that, when good, that yeah. fucking happened, I was like, oh. Like, I already knew it was going to happen when it, like, everything, like, when she got up, she looked up, and when I yeah. saw the button on the side. But I was just like, I really do want to see how this plays out. I'm yeah, like, I kind of already know cool. how it's going to happen, but I was like, I kind of enjoy this. I think, this, fuck this guy. Yeah, he deserves what's coming to him, you know, kind of thing. Um, I think, I think I want to go with, I think I want to go with Sissy. Okay. I think, uh, five, well, well, our rating says will be five out of five Sissies. But uh, before we do that, we will give you IMDb. So IMDb gave it a six point seven out of ten. Okay, which actually is not bad. Yeah. Um, I think that I think the the first one did a lot better though so yeah. far. 
Um, and then nine, uh, yeah, 99, uh, no, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66%, but 83% of the audience liked it, which doesn't surprise me because I absolutely enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I did not know they were going to do a sequel. Then they did the sequel and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was like, cause yeah. I, in the, on the first one, I was all like, I'll give it a shot or whatnot. And I really enjoyed the first one. And this one I was like, now don't get me wrong. The first one is a lot better. Like, I love the first one. I think that's, like, their solid one. The second one is, like, not a bad follow-up. It's interesting because they did some twists and turns. They yeah. changed some stuff. So it got me, like, okay. I'm like, okay, you're not doing the same thing. You're giving me something it's new. It's not the same tropes. And yeah. then how they uh, how they planned on the third one now, I'm kind of like, oh, what? Okay, let's – this is going to be, like, like now this you're like, oh, fun, this yeah. is going to be fun. So I'm excited. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'll, I'm sure the trailers will drop like sometime in either two years or even next year or whatnot. And you're going to be like, oh fuck yeah, I can't wait. So, um, so I would say yeah. So I think they gave it about like it's like about a six out of ten percent. Six, I would say probably about six point seven. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably like what they gave it. So six point ten, uh, six point seven out of ten. So not bad. That's like a sixty percent. Um, I would say I would put it this way. If you've seen the first one, definitely check this one out. Um, if you haven't seen them, I would you can wait. I would say go ahead and check it out. Uh, like try to yeah, find I the first one because I think I think the first one. No, it does. I I I think people should go see it. Uh, but I think the first one might be on HBO Go or whatnot. So definitely check that one out. Uh, if you if you check that out and you really dig it, then check out you know definitely the sequel because you're like uh, to me already saying it's going to be a trilogy. I'm like yeah, I want to finish this. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, so Anna, uh, what do you think was good about the movie? What you were like, man, why did they do this? Or it, maybe you didn't have any problems with the movie, and then uh, you're uh, you're uh, five out of five. Uh, Sissies. Sissies. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that there was really anything that I didn't like about it. Um, like it was entertaining. They did a good job with like the twist at the end or the twist, I guess, sort of starting whenever she shows up in the alternate reality. Um, they did such a, such a good job with everything. Um, they really like yanked on your heartstrings with the mom thing. Right. That was like, that was really, really. Like I thought the movie took like, I don't want to stand by it, but right when like all that shit started happening, I was like, wow, this movie went a different direction for a little bit. Like I was like, what the, like, like, cause you're laughing, you're having fun. You're like, also like, when are they going to figure this out? And then that like stuff hits. And I'm not saying like, oh fuck, what the fuck is this? I was just all like, oh no, yeah, was, no, this was like, it was good. It was powerful. It was, and it yeah. Was, thank like, you. It was a really, really well written part of the movie and I really enjoyed it. And I thought that it was like an interesting way to kind of like approach like someone's passing away in a respectful way, but still be like, yes, you should like grieve whenever they pass, but you're also at some point you have to let go and you have to move on. Um, and I thought that it was really well done. Um, I, like I said, I don't know if I really had any problems with it. I really enjoyed like how they took around, how they brought around like everything that happened, uh, like who the killer ended up being. Um, like I thought that they did a, just an excellent job in general with that. Um, actually, no, I take, well, the thing that kind of, the only thing that kind of threw me off a bit was the, um, the, uh, professor, like coming in like the last day. Yeah. Like that, that one threw me off. Cause I was like, I thought everything was supposed to happen. Like exactly how it happened before. The only thing that I can think of is maybe like, because there was another like power surge or something. He was like, all right, screw this. That's it. 
Um, well, I was also thinking is like because, like they said, they she was transported to another universe, and this is not like trying to change your rating yeah. or anything. That I w- my assumption would be like since it's a different alternate universe, how some things have changed. So maybe like because even she said that she's like, wait, this isn't supposed to happen yet. Yeah, like kind of thing. So, so I, I wasn't it was sure if like universe alternate universe, some, some of the like maybe the, the time is a little faster or certain stuff. So we don't yeah, really know. True. But but yeah, no, good point though. Like like because like even like I thought of that but i don't even know if that's right because yeah. for all because that's something they probably could have said like you know like even like again it could just be like a throwaway line yeah. they don't think about and then you're like oh wait oh shit so-and-so said it you know at such and such so well that also makes me curious if like the professor was actually experiencing the time loop too you, you never know so, like so i'm kind of curious about that but um but yeah i would say that my score would probably be four and a half out of five. So I really enjoyed the movie. No, I really enjoyed it too. Mine's actually the same. Okay. It's uh, four out of five. I really enjoyed this. I oh, thought yours it was, is four out of five. Oh, what was yours? Four and a half. Oh, four and a half. Same thing. <laughs> uh, I thought you said four. I didn't hear the rest. Sorry, I'm trying to do multitasking Oh, no, here. you're fine. Um, no, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the deaths were fun. I thought just the, the revisiting these characters again and realizing, like, oh, I do like these people. Like, everybody in the movie I really, like, enjoy. Even And what I really liked about it is you got to see a lot of the actors and actresses get to play almost a different – it's, like, the same role but a different role. So the Dan, a different perspective on So, the like, role, the yeah. Danielle girl who's just, like, atrocious in the first movie. Like, she's one of those, like, you know – She's, she's a fr- girl. She's a sorority yeah. girl. She's very, like, oh, why weren't you this? Why weren't you that? And this one she's all, like – she's she has some decency to her but then you find out later you're like ah she's still kind of like a bitch but she does have this thing but it was a great part where they had her come in as a blind girl to steal the keys and i thought that was hilarious because she's just like she's doing a french accent and like all wee wee and all this stuff but i'm like but you sit there going like you know kudos to these actors and actresses because they were able to be like okay i i'm playing the same person but I got to throw some stuff in there. And then they hit you with like this fun stuff. And you know, for a fact, like in certain movies, people don't get to like kind of uh, strut their stuff, so to speak. Yeah. Like you'll see them in another movie be like, oh, they did not use that actor or actress to their potential. To potential. Yeah. Like in, in this movie, there was so much they could have done. And they're like, no. And that's why like, I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt now where, uh, I mean, prime example is the movie The Room, where you realize that, yes, everything's terrible in it. Don't get me wrong. Love The Room. Fucking greatest movie in the world uh but when you start realizing that no the script changed every fucking day they had to say exactly how tommy was so wrote it so yeah. then you realizing oh these people aren't terrible actors they, they just were don't just know what they're reading no they were just they weren't giving any direction and yeah. everything they were handed was just pure garbage you know kind of thing to them so it's like it's like, basically they would get lines to be like how do i deliver this like yeah and he's like you know more motion you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, so I thought it was kind of fun to see like them kind of step out a little bit. You get a little bit more of those characters and they got to try something new or whatnot. Um, so uh, it's, it's interesting. So yeah, I give it a 4.5, um, at a, yeah, 4.5 out of five, but, uh, yeah, really enjoyed the movie. I was Mm -hmm. just like, really just like, holy crap, just surprised, like very surprised. I would highly recommend it. But I think that's going to, um, I think that's all I got. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. I'm going to thank you all for listening. You know where to find us. If you don't, just replay the episode. <laughs> um, I don't feel like repeating everything. No, you're good. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, I, that's all I got. So until uh, next time. Carpe noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.